Welcome to Naked and Counting, the longest-running podcast serving the Afro-Latin dance community. I'm Magna Gopal. And I'm Leon Rose. We're here to discuss the topics that you want to hear in an informative and light-hearted way. What's up, Magna Gopal? How you doing, Mr. Leon Rose? I'm slightly urined off. Urined off? Did you say yeah. urine? Yeah, well, usually people say pissed off, but I wanted to make it sound a little bit more... Um... Graphic? No, I was pissing <laughs> and urine, not... <laughs> more graphic. I, I, I don't understand. Because piss has multiple meanings and urine <laughs> really only has one meaning in the context of... I'm trying to change the language. Instead of now, for, for everybody, everybody listening to this podcast, instead of saying you're pissed off about something, just say you're urined off. And that it sounds might get like a someone reaction. rinsed you with urine, like rinsed you off with a hose of urine. All right, then I'm pissed off. <laughs> Are you happy now? Now you really got me urined off. <laughs> well, apparently Leon likes to be urined off. So for those of you into those things, you know what to do. No, no, no. Oh, are you still selling your jars? <laughs> I thought you said jazz for a yeah, second. I, I'm sure you're still selling jazz, Magna. I feel are like you... this is this could very quickly um, devolve. It could do. Yeah, we could be go back to uh, swimming in the lakes and ponds. I, again, sometimes I don't know where you're taking things i don't know either you said devolved and i guess that's the opposite of evolve so i'm I'm trying to give an image to our listeners of us regressing back to being tadpoles back to being sludge are you trying to get our listeners to remove the image of you being urined off is that what you're doing anyway back to me being (laughs) pissed off (laughs) this took a wrong turn so <laughs> that's what you get. So recently somebody come into the um the club and this person was uh I won't say who it was, doesn't mm. matter anyway, but they're from New York, you know you lot. <laughs> and so what happened was this person came into the club and was really shocked that I was uh teaching on one. I'm talking about the the club in Paris, Agua, mm. every mm-hmm. Tuesday. Come and check it out. Best club in Paris. Yeah, and I I guess I don't think they meant it maliciously or anything like that, but it bugged me. Mm. You know, it bugged me because I was thinking, is on to the be all and end all? Is is that it? Is that the the pinnacle of salsa? Is that what we have to listen to? That is that what is that what we have to look forward to? Once we've mastered salsa we're only all going to be dancing on two. And it's kind of strange because I haven't, I've been that teaching on one since the beginning. Right. You know, Same. I'm, I'm, I'm probably most comfortable on one when it comes to teaching, although I have no problem whatsoever teaching on two, no problem whatsoever. You know, I know I can wake up in the, in the middle of the night and teach in a class and I'm, and I'm okay, mm-hmm. you know, but I know the easiest one for me will be the on one. But in saying that, Almost every one of my shows for the last 20 years since I was two has been on two. <laughs> anyway, it was, right? Uh-huh. So, yeah, but I, and I'm just I'm just curious to know you being a 
somebody that likes to call himself a New Yorker, but actually doesn't live in New York and was not actually <laughs> raised in America. But as one of those people, you seem to get defensive when it comes to these things. I do not get defensive about that. Why? I dance on one, on two, equally, comfortably with both. I mean, obviously, New York, New Jersey, generally speaking, most people dance on two. So that's what I'm exposed to here. But if I travel somewhere else where they dance on one, I'm totally fine with that. However, I would agree that it seemed to be the goal for many people. Like it seemed to be that pinnacle that you were trying to achieve, you know, the, the summit of your accomplishments in, in dance. It's like you started, maybe you started with Cuban or maybe you started with on one. Toronto was a perfect example of that. Like we first were like people were dancing casino and then they were dancing on one. Then all of a sudden some people from New York came over and they were dancing this different style. And maybe it's just the hype of New York, like New York city, just being one of those cities that's kind of a Mecca and a trendsetter in the world. Right. Like I feel like maybe that's why it's attached to it. So it's New York style. It's New York fashion. It's the trend in New York. And so that's what everyone wants to achieve. That's the thing that everyone wants to get to. And once they've arrived at that point, dancing on two, for example, they feel like, yeah, I made it. Um, I mean, I know I know that dancing on two in Toronto, when when people slowly transitioned into that, that became the thing. They're like, oh, wow, they dance on two like that's better than on one. And then I would say, actually, there's, um, you know, Johnny and Andres, obviously from Boston. Like they oh, were yeah. the they were the first two guys um, who I had seen dancing on one with that style and flavor and smoothness of New York. So it was dancing on one, but it wasn't that like sharpness of L.A. style. It was the smoothness of New York style, which proved that you don't need to dance on two to have that smooth quality to your dance. You can have that in on one as well. But I think most people associate it, maybe it's the way it's taught or maybe it's the way it's spoken about, but most people seem to associate on two with this smooth, the like the pinnacle of smoothness and musicality. I don't know. I mean, I, I know in Toronto, we experienced that. I definitely experienced that myself. Like once the New York dancers came to Toronto, everything was like, whoa, we need to be able to dance on two because that's, really the best of the best dance on two. And now I'm thinking because there's a there's definitely a, a new style that has developed over the years in New York, right? Uh some people call it the Yambule, so you know, it maybe it come from uh Santa Rico back in the days and it's just developed in a, in another way. There is a particular style and I've been studying it in the way that I I like I love partner work. And I love to be able to work out how to manipulate my partner to do whatever I want on the dance floor. Speaking of which, next, uh, I have to edit this still, but I'm posting the video of us dancing in Shebenik. I think it was on the Sunday. I will not say you're drunk or whatever, but it was a, for me, it was a fantastic dance and it highlights one thing that is really, What a really way to insult me. I'm not going to say you're drunk, but. But. To the audience to fill in the gap. Um, <laughs> no, but, but what I really love about it and I love about you and I always um, say this when it comes to describing you as a dancer is that you study movement. You know, there's obviously the element of dancing on one, dancing on two, whatever. It's like 
you study the connection, you study the movement, and you are able to understand where your follower is to be able to lead her into something versus just going through the motions and saying, this is what happens. That's what it's called. Anyways, when this video comes out, it's great because it's super fun. I don't know if you remember it at all, but it's super fun. It's super fun, super like lots of jokes, lots of, um, haha, gotcha moments. And, you know, yeah, I'm going to lead you. No, I'm not. I'm going to pretend to do something completely different. But when you lead, it's just this smoothness of moves that nobody else does, but executed flawlessly because you understand what I'm capable of and where I'm positioned. So, yeah. There you go. I love I love studying moves. They, they, Magna just said it all for me. What I was saying is that there is a, uh, going back to my original point, is that there is a particular style in New York. And now I know I come from a, a place that we learned these moves. We started doing uh, like a hybrid Cuban style. It's kind of mixed with Colombian. And then we, the LA guys came over. We learned this uh, crossbody thing. We didn't learn like, all the crazy tricks and stuff, what they were doing on LA. We just learned like some of the crossbody moves, inside turns, outside turns, and we had to run with that. And then when the guys from New York came over and they showed us how to do it on two, we kind of had to run with that. So I find, personally, I find, apart from um, the people that like to, I don't like to say copy, but like imitate their their heroes on the dance floor, um, I found that we, we've kind of developed this style that, like I know I danced exactly the same moves exactly the same way on one and on two and mm. even when I dance Cuban style even if I'm dancing in a, in a circle I'm still I can still use those elements which can transfer over and I've always been like in France I've always been kind of like the bridge between Cuban dancers and on one in line dancers mm. mm-hmm. because of the crazy moves right. so for me it doesn't matter which one right you understand which I agree too I, like, I do agree that there are some elements of on two based on the positioning of your foot and when you're changing direction, like your actual break step, like on one, it's on one and on five and on two, it's on two and on six. That allows for more movement or a pause that allows you to create something extra before you continue or change your direction. So I do believe there's a technical um, element of on two that allows for something different, but I don't think that on two is so uniquely different that it cannot be replicated in some form on one or you know even like the Cuban style moves. And and I just want to add for those of you wondering about like the order that people have learned, we have uh, actually done an episode, episode one. 112. I still can't believe that we're so many episodes. Um, 112. What's your order? So if you want to check that episode out, that's what we talked about, the different order to learn the styles of salsa. And both my, uh, myself and Leon have gone through a different process. So were you about to call me Magna? <laughs> you think I didn't catch it that? My, my point was because the style in New York is developing in such a way that you kind of have to really be in it or you kind of have to just do, you know, your your own kind of thing. Because you, I don't know if you are making myself clear. Let me put it this way. You're not. I know, I know, I know. So let's say 
the, the I call it the Yambule technique. I don't know. Maybe you call it something different. It's just because I've seen them really put that on stage in mm-hmm. Europe. All of that, I think, started with Santerico. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely. That's why I mentioned, I did mention them earlier on. Don't, you right. Know. Um, but it, it did kind of develop. And, and I'm just wondering, is now that the way forward? Is that where we all have to dance? Or do we have to go along the the Eddie Teresa Dolfo route and dance mm. like them. Do you understand? Because even like I'm looking at the the the, the Adolfo and the Eddie Teresa techniques, their partner work is much different than we thought it was in Europe. So I would say, I mean, obviously there's no have to with dance and art mm-hmm. and expression and creativity. It's really, I believe, whatever you feel like. And you and I are both examples of that. So even though the world might be um, going in one trend, we still tend to approach things from our own creative lens and, and we adapt whatever is happening into something that still reflects what we want to express authentically. But it's worth knowing the style that you get a chance to do the most because that's where you're ultimately going to be able to practice. That's where mm-hmm. you're going to be able to get your repetitions in so it becomes second nature to you. And once it becomes second nature to you, that's when you can truly start to create. So if you are a dancer in another region where on two is not that popular, but you're seeing all of these dancers dance on two and you're feeling like, no, 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 this is the pinnacle. This is what all of us need to achieve and accomplish is dancing on two then you might be doing yourself a disservice as a dancer because you're not going to get the opportunities that you'd like to be able to express yourself truly and completely because there's not that many people dancing on two. And if you're an instructor, sure, it's great to introduce it and, and basically build that awareness of what else is available out there. But if you limit yourself, you might also be missing out on an opportunity to really help your scene and your community grow. Ultimately, that choice of whether you want to dance on one Cuban style, New York style, Adolfo Editores versus like the Santa Rico, Yamale style is really a matter of preference, right? There you go. And, and that, that was my point. It's like, I don't think we really need to be fixed on. I tell my students, you, you can learn everything. Go and mm-hmm. learn everything. I can teach you so much. Right. But you'll never have my experience. You, you can only have your own. Right. So go exactly. and learn everything. I don't mind they go into other schools. I don't mind anything like that. I just want everybody to be able to dance with anybody in anybody in the world. Doesn't matter what matter what style, what time, right. whatever. And you know what? When you can dance with anybody in the world, you could probably share this podcast with them because they will probably be interested. Because this podcast is something to be shared, like salsa, like dance, like a partner dance. This podcast is to be shared. And I would actually like to give a little shout out to Jonas Orkner, Mambo Vikings. I think they're... Ah, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So that... It is reaching across the globe. But one of the ways that we can do that better is with all of your help and you spreading the message of going naked and counting. (laughs) (laughs) And we do it every time. Follow us on Instagram, Mr. Leon Rose, Magna Gopal. And of course, Naked and Counting were on all platforms. So share, share, share. Till the next time. Bye-bye.